from Hollywood, USA, the entertainment capital of the world. This is the rumor mill for the week of March 8th, 2021. Your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. You, Mimi I'm first. Mimi I'm first was number third in the voting. I could not believe it. The rumor mill starts now. Today is Monday, March 8th, 2021. My name is Joe Batance. And I am joined, as always, by the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, gore, and gherkins herself. Give it up for the one, the only, the always lovely, the always talented, the always hilarious, Ms. Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori. Hello. Oh, I think that's the nicest intro you've ever given me. I'm asking you for money later. Oh, okay. Well... Get in line. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Once again, you know, because of COVID, I am doing this remotely. But, Lori, you are in the beautiful Rumor Mill Studios. Yes. Uh, I'm going to take a screenshot, actually, and show everyone in the Discord. Because they get to see me right now, what you're looking like uh, in the Rumor Mill uh, Discord there. Um so, uh, now, Lori, what, it's been a week since we've all seen you, and I'm curious to know what you've been up to, what's been going on in your life, what's the tea, what's the word? Uh, I love how I did, like, four poses, and the one you took was just me <laughs> not even looking at That's you. generally what I look at when I see you, by the way. If you guys want to see what it looks like when I'm talking to Lori, uh, that's, what I, that's what I look at. It's like someone doing um, Radar from MASH cosplay. Mm-hmm. Well, I was watching that uh, Netflix's uh, new docuseries, uh, Murder Among Mormonism. What, what? And I was like, oh, yeah. It's like a whole... By the way, mm-hmm. my aunt and I yeah. solved it within 10 minutes what, of what? the first episode. Do you get the we solution? Watched, we Oh, yeah. We watched the whole thing, and we were right in every way except for one. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like... Are we like too good now? Should we move on to another genre? Oh my Are god! Are we just like solving you murders now? And your aunt, you and your aunt going around and solving murders We're just is the good. greatest I mean, premise. I, I honestly, without any, there nobody had died, nothing had happened. We said we literally to a T said that what what exactly was going to happen, and it happened. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, we're so great. I okay. I own. I want everyone to know. I own the global rights to the idea for that uh, TV series. I want you to know. I don't know if you can see it over my shoulder, but I someone gave me a Sophia from Golden Girls Chia Pet, and I actually Ooh, my yeah. niece my nieces came over today. And we we put the chia seeds on there and stuff like that. That was hours ago. Okay, that uh-huh. was hours ago, and I'm still like pulling chia seed. I just pulled one out of my mouth. It was really weird. Were you going down on the Chia Pet? I was. What was happening? Yes. Okay. I was going on the Chia Pet. Listen, Lori, in the age of COVID, 
you can never in, in like I've all I look at the Golden Girls. And I'm always thinking, could Sophia's head fit in my mouth? What's funny is with this Bell's palsy, nothing can fit in my mouth. Like I literally, like because my mouth just opens to the left. Like I'm, I'm literally, gonna, I'm not doing a joke, Laurie. I'm not doing a joke. I'm not doing a bit. This is me because I don't have to because the no. Bell's palsy takes care of it. Yeah, Look. you're not doing a joke. God's already done it for you. So, I mean, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I'd open my mouth, but it opens to to my left. Well, I don't know how because you're not. You're not like tall, tall, but you're a good, you're a good height. You're an average male man height. I'm five foot seven. And yeah, you're an average male man height. Uh, well, average height for a female then. Okay. There, yes, that's true. Uh, you, I don't know how you feel, but I get super, like if I was around. You are around. Oh. If I was around one of the Golden Girls, I get super nervous that like. I would fall on them or something would happen and I would like just kill them. Well, three of the four are already dead, Lori. Yeah. Well, I mean, where was I? That's exactly. the bigger question. Yeah. And they were, you know, when they died. Mm-hmm. The only person I feel like I, I, I could like knock into and not hurt would be B. Arthur. But who is dead? Yeah. Um, Lori, Lori Roggenkamp, uh, you know, uh, I don't really have anything to talk about. Other than I, I've talked about so many things on the show, so unless you have some news to talk to me about, um, oh wait, I have a story. Oh, okay. I'm gonna hit my own microphone. You know what? Is my niece came over. I'm being really nice, but like, she was just so obsessed with the microphone, she was playing with it. So everything's all over the place right now. I have like oh, these yeah. um, true value books right here that she was reading. You know? Oh, nice. I, we had these when we were kids. And they teach you stories about people from history. Things about the Mayo Brothers. You know, the value of sharing the story of the Mayo Brothers. Oh. And I have all kinds of things. I have my ring cut. Lori, when we bring Fat Camp back, I would have to do... I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy myself. Because this is the only way... Because I would love to get you a Switch, Lori. But we know, I know, you know, the American people know that I would buy you a Switch. And then Mm -hmm. you would immediately sell it or give it away. Not so, sell it or give it away. Uh, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to buy Afterthought Media is going to buy a Switch that they lend to you that you don't own. Oh, okay. I would bring it into my classroom for the kit for my students to use. That's fine. Well, I'm student teaching. Not, not. I'm saying, but if I, if I, it was solely mine. Now that I know that it's not mine, I would not bring it into the classroom. Yeah, I, I just don't want, want you to sell. It. You know, you can send each other challenges that you can do offline and stuff like that. But this has been an, an amazing. You know, I have. Since we left Fat Camp, I gained some weight during uh, the winter. Okay, I gained all my weight. Back. Oh, I didn't gain all my weight back, but yeah. But um, since then, um, I have lost an additional. So back to where I was, an additional ten pounds. Good for you. Yeah. So I did have a I moment really do, yeah. of ring fit a of, of like maybe I should go for a walk today, and then I just wait, 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 wait. This is one of these things, Lori. This is why I don't like to talk to you off the air. Lori and I had a conversation yesterday, 24 hours ago. We had a conversation. And I yes. don't want to get too much into the private life of one Lori and Kay Roggenkamp. Okay? 
but she was sharing things with me about how her girlfriend wants to go on walks with her and that they that her girlfriend walks where she lives and Lori walks and then they go and Lori's like I'm not gonna do that I'm not gonna do that and now she's like I should have gone on a walk today well no okay the the issue is is that my girlfriend wants is solely is wants me to go on walks with her when she wants to go on walks and will not go on walks if I don't go. And I'm like, that's not a good way to set up any kind of exercise program. You should do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. But she also wants to go on walks like every day. Mm-hmm. And I, wow. I don't want to go on walks. She's a regular uh, marathon runner there, isn't she? She is. She's a marathon walker. Yeah, she's crazy. She wants to walk every day. It's like... uh Mm, you know, oh, wow. I'm just like, are you just for me for walking? Is that mm-hmm. all you care about? You yeah. want to walk in the morning and at night? Yeah, do you think you're constantly yeah. talking to me about walking? Yeah. You're asking me to send me pictures of me walking? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. It's a I weird get it. kink she has, a weird fetish. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, my name's Rogging Camp, not Walking Camp. Hi, everyone. My name's Joe Batanz, and I will be at the Brea Improv this weekend with Johnny LaQuasto, Friendly Frank Robnette, and, um, Rosie Tran, uh, Laurie Roggenkamp will do a guest spot, but only five minutes. You get in free, but it's two drink minimum. Two drink, yeah. Get, I'll put you on the list. There is a two drink minimum. Crystalia may drop in. Okay, if if Crystalia dropped in, Laurie, while you were doing a set, would you walk out? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. it really just depends on the time of night. Yeah, and what I have to do the next day. Yeah. Uh. I, you know me, I'm not somebody who likes to stick around in general, even yeah. if it's somebody I really like. Yeah, that's how probably... you, that's how you know the seasoned comics from the new comics. The seasoned comics go and do their set and leave. I mean, it's, it, I've seen Cristalia perform a number of times, mm-hmm. so I pretty much know, you know, what he's going to say and his joke delivery and everything. So yeah, I, not, I mean, not personally because of anything, you know, that he's done. Which I would love to say that's the reason, but mm-hmm. it's just mainly just out of sheer, you know, laziness. Yeah. So, Lori, we're out of time pretty much on the banter part of this, but I will say, so I want us to be quick. I should have thought of this okay. five minutes ago. Are you watching, are you excited about this Meghan Markle, Prince Harry interview? No! Oh, right. my God, I'm so on that, on that note, uh... Why? Why? Did you know that they paid $7 million? Well, for a B-level actor and a welfare recipient to talk about how hard life is. Oh my god, people take pictures of us and then talk about us. We're so upset. Oh, fuck those people. Fuck them. Oh my god. Lori Roggenkamp, a couple of things in the news in Drag Race world. On Drag Race UK, Drag Race UK, there's a contestant named Lawrence Cheney. Okay. He recently quit. I don't know if you go by he or she. They recently quit Twitter. Because in the most recent episode, let me explain to you what happened, actually. It was a stand-up comedy challenge. Okay. Uh-huh. And one of his best friends, good Judy's on the show, won the mini challenge, which was a, some sort of like singing mini challenge. I'm not going to get into it. But as the winner of the mini challenge, the friend, Ellie Diamond, she got to set, set the lineup for the comedy stand-up show. And what she did 
And she figured this was a good way. I want to get your, your I want you to weigh in before we get to what happened. She thought the best thing for her to do for her own advantage in competition, Ellie Diamonds, the one who won the mini challenge, who made the lineup, was she put all the weak people up top in the beginning, saved the strong people for the end, put herself in the middle. Okay? Before we go anywhere, do you think that was a good strategy? Um Yes and no. I think it it would have been a good strategy if maybe she had layered. If you put all weak people up front and then strong people towards the end, it's actually cause, causes more of an exhaustive audience. Mm-hmm. Because if you're putting up week after week after week, then they yeah. kind of get bored. And then mm-hmm. if you put up strong after strong after strong, then it's like the really the only person who's going to probably do well is the person who comes right after the or a pro- person who comes second after all the weak people. Well, she sees because herself. First, at, that's what she sees herself. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The, the first person who comes after the, all the weak people is yeah. going to be the one who gets the audience going. That mm-hmm. person's probably not going to do great. Yeah. So the second person is going to probably do really yeah. well. Yeah. So now she sees her friend Lawrence Cheney and another queen, Bimini Bonboulash, as very strong comedy queens. Okay. Uh-huh. So she put them towards the end. Okay. And her friend Lawrence Cheney got really, really, really upset. Really upset. Had They had words throughout the show. Okay? Okay. And even, like, it never said, please change it, but Ellie pretty much said she wasn't going to change it, and Lawrence, I don't know, it was really strange, but laid into her, and they had words throughout the show. And in the, in the resulting aftermath on social media, everybody came for Lawrence Cheney. Okay, to the point, saying horrible things to uh, Lawrence Cheney on social media. That he, that Lawrence Cheney quit Twitter, right? Now, is Lawrence Cheney a person of color? Nope, Lawrence Cheney's a white Scottish guy. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I guess they go by they, them, because it says Lawrence Cheney seems to have de- deactivated their Twitter account. Okay. Now, Lawrence Cheney has released a statement today. I'm assuming okay. I'm assuming via Instagram or maybe went back yeah via Instagram it looks like maybe The way I'm being treated after Thursday's episode is disproportionate to what happened fact There was also someone else who was angry and upset but I suppose they aren't a fat cunt so all is forgiven For the past 46 hours I've not left the house nervous to answer the door for the postman and grocery delivery I've had all I love how he thinks the Postman and grocery delivery people are also big Drag Race UK fans. I've had all of my past experiences with being bullied at school, being chased home, invalidated and questioned because of no of one interaction in eight episodes of a TV show. I was angry and upset at a friend who I'd been to Nando's, the cinema, nights out with, someone who I let stay at mine after nights out and drank. To me... Watching the moment on the show back, it was very much like when a pal gets a taxi home after a night out without you, and they've taken your keys, too. It's not a big issue, but you're still like, oil asshole, don't patch me, give me back my keys. She was playing the game, so does that mean you all wouldn't be angry at me if I kept unplugging her sewing machine in the sewing challenge, and I said it's a competition? Weird response, but what is, what is your answer to that, Lori? What do you think of that? So she would she have said that she was put lower? Is that her whole thing? That she was put in the weak group? 
No, 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 no. They just should put in a weak position by being put at the end. I actually think she should put in a great position, but whatever. By put at the end? Mm-hmm. She wasn't last. Um, she was last? No, she was not. There was another weak person last. She was mad because she would put... So Lawrence felt kind of what you said. Lawrence felt that she should do shit person, good person, shit person, good person, shit person, good person. Right? Yeah. Because the um, Lawrence was following the other comedy queen, Bimini Bamboolash. So Lawrence was pissed that there were, if Bimini crushed, then she would have to follow that. Yeah. You know? And so she wanted a shit person in between them. But Ellie was like, well, why would I do that? This is a competition, and that's giving you an advantage. Yeah. I I don't understand her logic of unplugging the sewing machine. I think that is uh, almost, that's cheating. Yeah. I mean, this is, the, it, look, if this was a thing where they said, oh, hey, just FYI, you can decide who gets to use the sewing machine at this point and who doesn't, that's mm-hmm. an advantage to slow down your competitors yeah. so then that would see but there wasn't any so her logic i feel like i feel like she's just sort of making herself the victim mm-hmm. of of it but i mean yeah it's a competition mm-hmm. honestly i think if if that's i mean it, it i do agree that she was put in a shitty situation but you know if you go to your friend if i went to you joe and i said hey you know could you put me in this position and you said no i wouldn't I'm not going to do that because I don't see that as being beneficial to me. Yeah. Then I would go, oh, okay, so you just care about yourself. I mean, to be honest, the only thing I would do is just go, okay, well, then from then on, I know not to try and help her in any way. Yes, that's true. But also, I would think just from a PR standpoint, what I would say, I think she's in very much in her feelings right now. I would be like, and this is what I said before, and I do hold to this. Why this? This was something that happened, you know, four or five months ago. We're over it. Like that. What you're yeah. seeing? One thing that happened. Friends fight. We're totally fine now. Maybe they're not fine, but we're totally fine. And don't freak out. Why are you being mean to me? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a little. Also, I think I don't know. I haven't had the hate that some people have had on Twitter, so I can't say. I know that Wait, I've been I've especially. been writing horrible things about you on social media, all over social media, every Twitter, uh, Facebook, you. Instagram, Friendster, uh, uh, Yelp. I did a Yelp. I saw one. what you put on Friendster because that's still the only one I checked. Yeah. No, I blocked you because I don't like looking at your face. Uh, so, no, I, I, I. So I know women. There, are women have been. Got, gotten like death threats and rape threats so I'm not trying to mitigate that kind of hate what mm-hmm. I'm talking about is just pure criticism mm-hmm. and I think that that's there's a problem with that where people start viewing that as like coming for them and it's yeah. just like people have a right to share you don't have to respond to it you can just ignore it and just go okay well that's your opinion I'm still gonna do what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. you know and so I think it's a little I think it's a little like sensitive to be like oh well yeah everybody should treat me you know uh they they don't realize what i'm going through yeah okay well all right very good let's move on to the next topic uh i actually this is probably not very responsible of me i just sort of saw this headline on uh 
on Reddit stuff, drama, and I had a kind of busy day today, so I figured we'd read on the air, but it seemed like something that I want to get into. A, 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 an editor, um, I mean, a Twitter, who goes by the name business underscore trans, the, screen, the Twitter name is editor the Charlene Observer, wrote the following Twitter thread. I'm going to read the whole thing. Okay. Uh, and let's talk about it, but it has to do with drag race. It starts off, did you know in Roman, in Roman gladiator rinks, more deaths happened in the crowd watching the sport than in the arena, where men fought each other and animals to the death. Spectators murdered each other over their disagreements. An inflammatory emotional response and the resulting social frenzy is designed into the framework of the competition reality TV series. It's how they succeed as programs. RuPaul designed a show that does this pit drag queen. Oh, does this pit drag queens against each other and invite audiences to take sides instead of champion the art of drag or significantly educate the viewership, which would be an ideal place to start spreading positivity. They have a segment in the show where they're asked to make shitty jokes about each other. They incite drama in obvious tactless ways. They broadcast this shit to a hetero white supremacist nation. So when WoW posts self half ass kindness punk messages and shit, don't be mean to our queens type shit, they don't mean it. Lori, your thoughts uh, on everything I just read from business underscore trans. I kind of get where that person is coming from, but I feel like it's it's mostly like the same like it's just people who just want to be like you know oh you know it it doesn't matter if they said this there's still it's still there's still a shitty company it's like okay well then there's nothing they can do that's gonna help you that's gonna make you feel better there's, well you know. look I'm on this woman I'm, I don't yeah I'm assuming it's a woman um, I don't know if it's a trans man I don't remember the picture but uh, I'm on this woman's side. I'll, I'll say I'm there, so I really don't know if it's a man or a woman. Or how they identify. Maybe they don't identify as either. Yeah, I just said person. Yeah, you're right. I, I agree with this person. I'll tell you why. Maybe you don't follow World of Wonder social media, right? No. But lately on social media, they're like, hey, everyone, be nice. Don't beat up on the queens and blah, blah, blah. And that's a very, that's a very valid sentiment. Okay? Yeah. You should. You, you, by the way, this is true for Lawrence Cheney for anybody. Why would you go out of your way to message a, anybody, not just a drag queen, to send hate to them on a TV show? Well, I mean, it's it, you have people who are miserable in their own lives, so that the way that they make themselves feel better is they take a situation where they feel like they're morally superior, and then they just rag mm-hmm. on that person online because there's a disconnect. They don't have to deal with them in their real life. Yeah, anyway, and I know there the obvious parallel, like, well, Joe, you say shitty things about people on your show. Yeah, but the, I don't I don't send the podcast to the drag queens. If they choose to listen to this podcast, well, then that's their choice. But I don't, I don't yeah. personally send it to their inbox, you know? Look, uh, look, uh, Candy Muse, look at the shitty thing I, send, I said about you on my podcast. No, 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 no. Anyway, um, so I, uh... So you shouldn't send horrible things to uh, drag queens or anybody. But what's funny is this person is right, is that WoW sets up this show where they create the drama. They, they, uh, they, they, uh, you know, uh, let the fire go. They, they build the fire and then they, they publish it. They post it. They, they make an episode of it. They, they heighten the drama of it. They music and everything. And then people react the way they want them to react. Like it's wrestling. 
And then they go, oh, my God, why are you why are you reacting this way? You know, it'd be like if WWF was like, why do you hate the Iron Sheik so much? And you're like, well, you've made us hate him, you know? And so it's dumb that they. Uh, uh, but then couldn't you argue that then that's the prop that's then that's also the drag because this is a mach- it's basically you're saying that this is a well-oiled machine at this point. Yeah. So wouldn't it then be the fault of the drag queen going on the competition? Oh, well, because they know they know what's going to happen. So therefore, it's like, why? You know, if if you if we went on a comedy competition mm-hmm. and every every comp- comedy competition, the host of the show punched each comedian in the face. No, 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 no. Go, oh, yeah. I like that show. But no, each, yeah. every single time the host of the show punches a comedian. In the no, face. that's a deeper conversation. But what I'm saying, and I agree with you, it's like, this isn't season three, this is season 13, you know? And so this problem has been running for sure since season seven. For sure since season seven, since Jasmine Masters, for sure, this has been a problem, you know? Yeah. So for six years, and they're still signing up, they're still doing it, they've known this is a problem. So for the the contestants, but it's still no one deserves to have hate. I don't think they really understand how much hate they're uh, getting. All right, Lori, any other thoughts? Any other... Th- There's a whole show going on in the Discord right now. Uh, <laughs> any other thoughts on this story? I'm sorry, but that's the best thing I've seen. Oh, there's a picture of Joe in his opera mask with his hands raised up, and it says, I took the forks! Yeah, if you want to see it, go to the uh, Discord channel, and you can see that picture. That, if you're I not, that yeah, an it, Etsy shop where that is made into a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, we should have ZZZ Bookworm draw that, and we'll put, uh, it, on, we'll put it on merch. Can I, I, I would commission that just okay. to get a t-shirt, just so I could wear it, and I'll give you money for it. Okay, let me put it, I would, let me, I'm putting a message into the Discord. I would buy a shirt. If you would actually buy this shirt, or, or, I'll put, buy this merch, give it a heart. We don't know if it, maybe it'll be a coffee cup or something like that, or, I don't know, right? Um, oh my god. Oh my god, that is ridiculous. Oh, it's only well, six. It, it's six. It bottomed out at Yeah, six. it bottomed out. It was, it was running. It was, the stock was going, then all of a sudden it was six people. And it was oh, out. now seven. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, now I'm starting to feel like people are just putting... Yeah, cards. now I think Humble Pie is just clicking it a million times. Yeah. Uh, all right, Lori, any other thoughts on this story? Uh, I mean, look, I think, again, I think there's a longer conversation to have about people's attitudes towards reality stars. I think that there is this level of like almost like Oh fear. my god, Lori, I would love to hear more about that. But uh, unfortunately, it's time for the spoiler segment. If you don't want to hear spoilers, get the fuck out. The spoiler segment starts now. Oh my god, where Oh, they, they moved. Hold I on. I did think it was weird that you let me talk for so long. I was like, "Oh, I don't know what I'm saying." Like most times, I don't know what I'm saying. Um. Yeah. Can I talk about something that's really annoying me? Well, you have to because right now Humble Pie is like putting on her chanclas to make sure she doesn't fall on the on the tile as she rushes yeah. to the. She's diving out of her bathtub. Yeah. Her cat is probably terrified. And I feel like the like the yellow duckies like just move bobbing up and down in the soapy sudsy water. Yeah. Yeah, they're upside down. And her Daisy Duck radio that she has to go turn off. You know what's so funny? Uh, you know what's so funny? Yeah. If we were talking about Betacon. I don't know if it's before the show or after the show. Why is it called... Oh, is it the tan? Because yeah. of the tans? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Although, I will say, we're going to get a lot of men 
Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll... Maybe, gonna, Jordan Darling, I think, as a protest, was calling it Aftercon. So maybe we'll call it Aftercon. But, we should get... We should call it Betacon and just see how many men show up that are like... We should call it Roggen... We should simp. call it Con. Yeah. Or Roggen Camp, but C-A-M-P. Or Joel Con. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, one would think, right... That, oh, the people that everyone wants to meet most, maybe me, you, Taylor, you know, Jay Ellis, maybe for a thirst trap. I think, and I'm not even being funny here. I think everybody would be most excited to meet Humble Pie. I know I would oh, be. I would be excited to meet Humble Pie. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I think that. Oh, that, there we go. Batansicon. Oh, Batansicon. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right, Laura, I think everyone had enough time to yep. hit their radios. All right, for the Drag Race US, the expected maxi challenge is a makeover challenge, but because of COVID, they're just going to make over each other in teams. Which probably explains that double Shantae a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Because now there's eight girls left when there should have been seven. Uh, the expected winner. Two winners, actually. It's a tie. Simone and Utica are the expected, probably because they're the team and their team wins for the makeover. Simone and Utica win the challenge. Ooh. Um, oh, Nami said it's the, it's the eliminated queens back in the workroom. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, but anyway, there's two winners then. Simone and Utica win. Uh, the expected bottom queens are Olivia Lux and Denali. Olivia Lux and Denali with the expected elimination. The next queen to go home is Ice Jan herself, Denali. Drag Race UK! The expected maxi challenge is an EastEnders challenge. I guess they're doing a send-up of the television show EastEnders. I don't know the runway. Maybe Nami and Harder might know, but I know that the expected winner is Bimini Bon Bulash. Making it guaranteeing an entrance into the finals. The expected bottom two are Ellie and Tace. And the expected elimination Drag Race UK. It's a double Shantae. They both stay. All four girls go into the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race wow. UK season two. And that'll be exciting to watch. Lori, any final thoughts? Any uh, plugs? Anything that you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, no, uh, just uh, if you guys are li- listening to Bloody Podcast, our 100th episode is this week. Wow. So we are going to be doing um, Madame Lowry, Lu- Lu- I guess. What? So pay attention to that. And then... Okay. Check out our Instagram and TikTok, and check out our Patreon. What happens on your TikTok? I mostly just do, I answer people, like, you know, they have those questions and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mostly just do that. I've only done a handful of TikToks. I'm probably going to just start deleting all, like, deleting them because, I actually deleted TikTok from my phone because I spent almost all of today looking at TikTok, so. By the way, update on the spoilers. Nami says that the runway is a pantomime theme, but they're calling it Pantodame. 
uh, over on Drag Race UK. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Lori. Continue. No, that was it. Oh, all right. Uh, well, guys, uh, as you know, do I have anything to plug? Betacon 2022. Look for it. Um, Is it Betacon for Sherzies? I don't know the title's for Sherzies, but it's going to be Palm Springs 2022. Got to start planning now. Nami better start uh, uh, curating his porn for the porn USB uh, uh, flash drives are going to hand out. Um, Nami's going to buy a house in Palm Springs. Oh, oh he's not going to go because he's buying a house. Oh, oh, okay. this is so funny because well, Australians just go to anything. Ooh, in Queensland, I would actually. I've been getting really into like the like process of buying and selling houses. Oh God! Because uh, I follow a guy on TikTok who talks about it, so mm-hmm. I would love to know what that's like in Australia. Like in um, Australia, are mortgages like in reverse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode. You can see, by the way, you can catch Lori over at Harley's. Uh, instead yes. of opening for Gr- Doug Proop, she's going to or Greg Proop. Sorry, she's gonna uh, go perform with Alistair Neal. Yeah, and Christian Correa. He's, he's still he's still doing his Mitch Hedberg. He yeah. still hasn't cut gotten out of that. Yeah. So, so uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Thank you, Lori. Bye.